the God I know loves everybody and forgives everybody. And uh, I thought he was perfect, so who the hell are you to make the decision that you're God and that you're supposed to turn your back on the fact that you believe in God? That's not the message I thought he was giving, so it's sad. But let's talk about the good old stuff. I loved going to the parks, you know, because people would take all their clothes off and run around naked back there, and you would just have a good old time, you know? But my story in San Diego happened years ago when I first came to visit, and this probably was, I must have been about 25 years old, and I remember I landed in San Diego with my friend. The first thing I did when I got off the plane was take me to the bathhouse because I'd heard all these stories about all these gorgeous men and blah, 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 blah. And I said, okay, I, I'm ready. So I remember the next morning he picked me up and I said, oh my God, I had so much fun, blah, blah, blah. I said, do you have any parks here? He says, oh, do we ever? There's a place down at uh, Balboa. And I said, well, whatever, Balboa or wherever you're going. So I, uh, I had just had him drop me off. I said, I'll find a, a payphone and call you when I'm ready or I'll take a cab back to the house. And I wind up walking into Balboa Park at the Fruit Loop. And I wind staying there till about uh, 6 o'clock the next morning, just having a good old time. I mean, I was sucking dick all night long. I couldn't believe I was in. And, you know, you really can see at night because once your eyes get adjusted, you can see what you're looking at. It's not like it's pitch dark. You know, you have the stars, you have the lights of the, the park, if there were any. So it's not like you were just grabbing on anything, you know. <laughs> but I was just so fascinated by it, by the fact that here I was in California for the very first time, and the first things I do is go to the sex club and to the park. Amazingly enough, how people came and go, came and go, and how you moved around and found you know, sometimes I would just go and watch people have sex, you know, and sometimes people would gather around and watch me have sex with somebody or sucking somebody off or getting sucked off or, or whatever the story could be. But <laughs> I think I have, I'm a sexaholic anyway. So I think um, when it comes to sex and you're motivated and you're just horny, I think it's like, like doing drugs almost. It's a high. It's... Um, it's you don't give a shit at the moment because you're having so much fun and you've got that hot man's pants down to his knees and he's got that big huge cock in front of your face and you're thinking oh i'm worried about being naked out here you don't give a shit you got that cock in your face you're going i'm going for that and if something happens then it happens but uh i think uh most of the most people in those days knew how to work the parks, knew what to look for in the parks, knew how to maneuver and how to get out of the park if they had to. I mean, and this is pre, pre-AIDS, of course, you know. I mean, the worst you could have got was uh, syphilis or gonorrhea. And, you know, and of course, I had that checked before I left, and I had it checked when I got back home. And believe it or not, I never got gonorrhea or syphilis in the whole time. I counted the men that I was, that I did in, 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 um, in California in the two weeks I was here, and I did 225 men. And I'm proud to say that as an American. (laughs) I am. I wish I could relive it. (laughs) It was amazing times, yeah. Um, I know that I've noticed as an older gentleman getting, and you you notice I said gentleman. Um, (laughs) 
that younger people don't give me the time of day. And it makes me think about, was I like that when I was younger? And I have to say, I was to a certain extent. <laughs> I came back and told my friends and dicks, oh my God, I sunk the biggest dicks. Oh my God, the most beautiful guys. Oh my God. I felt like a kid in a candy store. I mean, I did. I mean, you know, because I had all the lollipops I could get. <laughs> it was awesome. And you know, it's funny because I told my friend on the way back to San Antonio, I said, I'll never move to California because all I would do is be in the parks and the bathhouses. I just couldn't live here. And then, um, then about uh, 10 years later, I find myself coming back because my friend living and dying of HIV and AIDS to be with him. And um, he was very, uh, he was scared. I better go get tested. I said, he goes, will you go with me? I said, yeah, of course I'll go with you. He goes, why don't you do it too? And I go, no, I don't want to know. He goes, no, why don't you do it? And I said, oh, okay, just to make him happy. Well, I remember we went back in the room. He said, come in the room with me. And the doctor was just like, okay, you're HIV. So, uh, you know, I don't, I can't tell you how long you're going to have to live and blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like, what? So when Tino got up, he left. I went back into the doctor's office. I said, I can't believe you as a doctor would not give us or him at least a bit of hope to have a positive way of thinking about this. But instead, you give him options on, you better plan your death, basically. You know, I said, you know, shame on you. Shame on you. And so he took it as, I'm dying. And he made it his mission to find anything and everything. And that's how he winded up in San Diego, because at the time, back then, UCSDA had probably the best research in not only the country, but maybe the world at the time. And he felt if there was going to be a cure, it was going to come out of San Diego, and he wanted to be here for it. So when I came out to visit, I knew he wasn't going to make it. So I wound up moving back from Texas. Within three weeks, I was visiting, going home, coming back and living here in three weeks, and I've been here ever since. But I got to spend the last three months of his life with him, and he finally had given up. He's just like, I'm just tired. I'm tired of every needle in my arm and in my chest, and I'm tired of every pill I'm taking. He says, this is not the way I want to live. I just want to go. And he basically kind of gave up and said, just take me. But I got it. You know, I watched him suffer so much. And I looked at him, and I just, when I walked out of the room, I just leaned against the wall and started crying. And I said, I know that's the last time I'll ever see him. I went to work, and two hours later, I got a phone call that he had passed away. But I knew it. I knew it when I left, and I and I almost said I'm going to stick here and be with him. And then I thought, you know what? I'm not going to plan on him dying. I'm just going to let whatever God's going to do, he's going to do. I'm not going to sit here and go to prove myself right. I'd rather prove myself wrong and, and see him again tomorrow. And so what's so funny is that we got in a lot of trouble, and a lot of it was in the parks. He'd go his way, I'd go mine, you know. And I'd see him over there sucking dick, and he'd see me over here sucking dick, and we'd laugh. And there was times we had three ways, but we didn't have sex with each other. We just had three ways with the same guy, you know. But, uh, yeah, so to see that person that used to have all this fun with dying in front of you is heartbreaking, you know, because then it makes me think, am I next? Am I going to go through what he just went through? And it wasn't even the words AIDS at the beginning. It was uh, the gay cancer or whatever. It was scary because, like I was saying a few minutes ago, that my friends were dropping dead. And people I didn't even know that I knew, you know, as a casual from the bars, just like, 
uh, I remember talking to a friend of mine on Friday and then get a phone call on Monday that he was dead. I'm like, I just talked to him on Friday. He looked fine to me. I mean, it was because it was so new, people were just dropping like flies. I mean, I have to tell a story real fast. It wasn't in the park, but my best friend at the time uh, had come down from Houston to see me, and he said, you know, we need to go eat. And we were down by the river walk, and uh, all of a sudden he fell back in my arms and he started saliving at the mouth, and he was having a, a seizure. And I'd never been around anybody that had a seizure. I didn't know what to do, so I laid him down, and he's just blah, blah, and all over the place. And I'm screaming for help, and finally somebody comes over, this girl that I knew from the bars. I said, he's having a seizure. Can you help me? And a catty corner over by the Alamo, it was right behind the Alamo, uh, was a, like a little uh, fire station. So within minutes, we have an ambulance come around. They, they put him on a stretcher. They put him in. They taken his wallet out and everything. And the next thing I heard was, are you his friend? And I said, I am. And he said, why didn't you tell us that he had AIDS? I said, what's the difference? You're the people we count on when we need help, when people have, he's having a seizure or whatever. I need your help with him. They put gloves and a mask on and literally pulled him out of the out of the ambulance and just twisted the the thing he was on and let him drop onto the ground and said fuck you they said fuck you how dare you put us in that kind of harm's way and they took off and left my friend there i cried and still oh and i just you know i never told him what happened because he he had bruises on his face because he landed on his face. And I'm holding him, and I'm like, oh, my God, and I'm crying. And he wakes up, and he goes, what happened? I said, oh, you you fell, and you fell on your face and knocked yourself out. He goes, oh, my God, did I really? And I said, yeah, you had a little bit of a seizure attack. I never told him that people that we count on to help us in times of need with our health threw him on the ground like a piece of trash. I didn't want him to know that. You know, he's already suffering enough. And when I came out to San Diego and watched all these amazing people helping my friend and being compassionate and helping him die in dignity was a mind-blowing episode for me. Here I come from total hate to total compassion. And when he died, he asked me to make San Diego a promise to live here for at least one year. And that was 27 years ago. And in the process, I told myself, if I'm gonna stay here, I'm gonna find a way to give back to all those organizations that helped my Tino. It was the women in our community and the women, it was the lesbians and the women were there to, to give us the hugs, to feed us, because nobody else would touch us, you know? Um, I mean, I remember people wouldn't even have sex, you know, or, or they would put on a condom for everything. You couldn't even touch it unless you had a condom on it. It's like, ugh, you know? And, you know, here's somebody like me who grew up with, you know, condoms were a waste of time for me, you know? There's nothing like putting a dick in your mouth with a condom on, you know? To me, it was like, ugh. I know they broke real easily. It's like, why even bother, you know? You'd have all that around the, the end of your, 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 your cock, and then the rest of it was broken. I'm like, okay, well, that's gone. But it's because of AIDS, condom have become a better protector or supposedly than they were in those days too. So, you know, people don't tell you uh, their status anymore. There was a time where it was a courtesy 
people would say, are you HIV? And you'd say yes or no. A lot of people would lie because they didn't want to not have that sex with that person. Or, and they would believe them. I thought, well, why are you asking if they're just going to tell you they're not, you know? I mean, and a lot of people, I would be honest with people because I'd say, yeah, I'm HIV. And then some people would just like walk away from me or walk out of the room or walk and say, I can't have sex with you. I said, okay, I get it. You know, some people would be nasty and rude about it. You know, it's like you're giving them the death. And it's like, well, you asked. I told you the truth, first of all. So don't treat me like I'm an asshole, you know. If you don't want to have sex, I get it. I don't, you know, I'm not upset with you, but don't make me feel worse because I have HIV, you know, asshole. (laughs) I was already here about 12 or 13 years before my doctor talked to me into starting a, um, a program to where I was taking meds, so... Yeah, all because I was sucking dick in the park. And I always said this, God gave us sex to have a good time. Why would he put something so good in front of us and tell you not to do it? Now, yes, there's rules and regulations that go with anything and everything in life. You abide by those, and you protect yourself and the person you're with in a way that nobody gets hurt, then you've done no harm. I mean, I remember watching it on TV as it was happening and the Anita Bryant thing and all the the hate that was going through. People that should have been loving and praying for us were turning their backs on us, using God and the Bible as their weapon to hate us because it was a gay disease and this was God's punishing. Well, you know, for such a loving God, he sure does like to punish us a lot. Oh, let's kill half of the race because they're gay because I say that's not what should be happening. And I have to remind people that we were all made in his image. So are you saying that he's a liar and that you're right and he's wrong? It really tore me up, you know. And even in my own church, the Baptist religion, um, watching the hate, I couldn't go to church anymore. The good thing was my parents were devout Christians and they were truly devout Christians, you know. I mean, they were so compassionate and loving, and they never turned their back on any of my friends that were dying of AIDS. And I loved seeing that. To me, they were true Christians. 